Three Ballers Podcast, a Blue Wire Hustle joint. I am your host, John, here with Alex Cordova Jr., full name. Yo. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Once again, that's Alexis Cordova Jr. We are not working with his father on this podcast. Uh, uh, check check yeah it's kind of like <laughs> james bond jr you know what i mean uh remember go on that? Uh, does he have a, a cartoon it was a cartoon it was fire as what? fuck yeah and he would be like he was kind of like a teenager and uh he was like you know uh the name's bond james bond jr that was how the, every episode started no 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 don't yeah, tell man. me there was a james bond jr cartoon oh, james bond jr knocked my socks off man it was it was fantastic really yeah james bond jr slapped it was so good oh my god there is a james bond jr cartoon yeah character man. described as the nephew of james wait he's the nephew of james bond hey, so james bond's yeah. brother is also named james bond we don't gotta get into it we don't gotta get into the <laughs> <laughs> it turns out he's he's not even related to james bond he's just a con artist Oh. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert. I was going to go in on this one, but uh, that's that's cool. Damn, TV series, 1991 to 1992. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, short-lived, but I enjoyed it as a, as a weed lad. I hope you're proud of yourself, man. I like the nostalgia <laughs> of the Sean Connery James Bond. Uh, this, yeah. this, uh, this, this uh, whatever, this whitewashing they're doing here with this cartoon. No, sir, not for me. <laughs> it it was fire. It was fire. Okay. All right. Um last week you gave your okay award to the Miami Heat. And yes. uh if there now I know if there's a way to know if my Heat brethren are listening, all I gotta do is just let you talk about the Heat. <laughs> because <laughs> man, I got uh, a lot of responses mm. back that uh, it seems it seems that your take on the heat came off uh, a bit smuck. A bit, you don't uh, say. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you can. Oh, you know, I'll, I'll let you finish because I, I was, I was, I'm fully unaware of, of what you're referring to. To be very honest. Um. Yeah. So some some heat fans, some of my heat people's uh hmm. feathers were ruffled really uh a bit uh from your tank on the heat and i thought it was kind of funny because like uh i have been disappointed in them not now but like in their in the beginning of uh the season their start yeah. was awful and um i'll get into all that later but uh so you know i kind of just let it let it ride but uh i would say that uh it kind of didn't 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 go uh it didn't go as planned because they what? are <laughs> they're currently uh on the nba's longest winning streak at six yeah. games yeah and uh you know what i'm saying back into the playoff picture and whatnot uh so they're sitting at number five right now uh Uh just above your boston celtics yes yes and (laughs) you know what i'm saying do you do you still think that the the hornets would would beat them in the playing game (laughs) 
I, 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 I'm trying to remember last week. Uh, I'm confused. Like I gave you guys a compliment last week. Like that's not, you guys can't even take a compliment. Well, like I'm trying to, like I humbled myself and I, <laughs> I, I to, and I used my okay. Okay. Award on your team. Like I said, Hey, they deserve it. They're, they're, they're back to their winning sort of winning ways. Uh, they beat some good teams. Matter of fact, I think who did they beat? They beat the Lakers recently. Um, yes. Beat, beat the Hawks, which just, isn't really too much, but go ahead. Just beat the Utah Jazz, who are yeah. the best team in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I would also add that they're not at full strength currently uh-huh. still. So yeah. you know what I'm saying? Watch out. Watch out. Well, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. What are we jumping down my throat for? Like, I, I gave them credit a week ago. Like, I was like, here's, they get the okay, okay award. I humbled myself. I said, you know, I got to be objective. I'm a, I'm an NBA journalist now, Alex. I have it's to, true. I, I can't be, you know, I, I am partial to one team. We all know who that team is, but I mean, I give credit where credit's due, you know, they won, uh, they beat the Celtics in six games last year. All right. All right. To See, go to the so, finals to lose handily to the Lakers. <laughs> so there, there you have it. Uh, yeah. Heat people, John, it, it took a lot of, a lot of himself to, <laughs> to give that award to the heat and uh yeah you know what i'm saying i just needed to i just need to air that out for the people and uh come at me bro they want to uh they want to i feel i feel like denzel at the end of training day and all the heat fans are 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 like gathering around me and i'm like okay okay all right okay jake okay like what what is uh what did i do wrong i'm i mean i mean I would ask these Heat fans to, uh, you know, maybe they can give the Celtics some credit. I mean, both teams, I think, have the same record exactly after today. So, I Identical. mean, it's not, we're both underperforming, so it is what it is. Yeah, so, um, see, I'm too jolly. Like, uh, <laughs> I wanted to, like, go on a rant or something. Just, just for my, for my boys. Mm. But I'm too, I'm too jolly for that because I think, uh, I'm pretty happy with with where the Heat are and stuff, and I don't okay. have a problem with like uh, other teams being good and stuff. Um, but I do think that it leads us to uh, a little checkup on our favorite teams, the Heat and the Celtics. We're about halfway through, so let's dig in. Uh, let's let's get all up in there. Take it away, Johnny. Was it, okay, is it going to be me first? I was going to let the the Heat people have it first as another show of my 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 humility. Uh, but uh, if you guys don't want, if you guys don't want me to be uh, humble and uh, and uh, courteous, then uh, well, fuck, <laughs> fuck, the, fuck the whole city. You know what I mean? I don't even care anymore. <laughs> oh man, um, yeah. Let's check in. I mean, uh, actually, it's, it's this is a good time to do it. I mean, both teams have the exact same record. Uh, yeah. 17 and 17, uh, 17 up, 17 down. Um, I think you guys are technically um, on top. I guess you win the, um, I mean, if the playoffs started today, yeah, you guys would be fifth and we would be sixth um, just based on, um, I assume, uh, a tiebreaker. I- um, and also, I think like May 5th, they play again and then they do mm-hmm. one of those like baseball back to back type yeah, schedule. Which should things. be fun. Yeah, it's not a back to back, I don't think, but it's like, you know, they play two times in a row. Right. It's um, yeah, it's it's their um, 
yeah, it's every other day, but it's, it's the same team uh, for those two days. So, um, but yeah, Celtics uh, highly underperforming after starting out the season at the top of the conference um, after 11 yeah. games, there were eight and three at the very top. Um, I think the, uh, you know, and of course, since then uh, they've gone nine and 14. So yeah. they, they are. And I think honestly, if there's one thing I can, I can pin it down to is um, the loss of Marcus smart. Um, him being out apparently is way bigger than everybody uh, assumed it would be. Um, I mean, Marcus. if you're a Celtics fan, Marcus, uh, if you're, if you're a Celtics fan, you know how important he is, but still you, you kind of feel like the team can survive a little bit without him. Cause he does, he's not, it doesn't bring the scoring punch. However, um, I did just see recently his numbers uh, in the games that he's played this year are like all career highs. I'm talking points, assists, um, yeah. I think steals as well. So he was having like, he was having a, a banner season already. So it was probably what was leading to them being at the top of the conference. So him coming back will be huge. Um, and that should happen soon. Um, and then a lot of these games that they're losing, uh, they're by five points or less. So it's the same story as last year. Um, they're not closing out games. They're, they're, um, they're gassing out in the second, second uh, half of games. Um, and they're not, they're not punching back. They're not responding to what it's, I mean, they, they won today. They beat the wizards by a point. Um, I saw the highlights. I, I was out all day. I didn't get to like actually watch the game and that they almost lost it. They were down by five with like 45 seconds left. So they had to like pull out some miracle shit. Um, Tatum, of course, you know, made the, the go ahead shot. And luckily, uh, Bradley Beal happened to step out of bounds. He put up a 46 point game. Um, just amazing. Right. But yeah. Um, yeah. So basically they won another close one today, which is the first time they've won, t- won two games in a row in a long time. I think about a month to be very honest. So, um, yeah, they're highly underperforming. I mean, and then of course all the chatter starts, um, the, there's the people who want to fire Brad Stevens. Uh, there's the people who want to make a trade for the most recent one I heard is for, uh, Lonzo. They want to trade Kemba to the Pelicans and get back Lonzo and Steven Adams, which I just don't, I, for some reason just don't want. Um, I don't want Lonzo and, uh, Steven Adams, I would take, but they already have sort of a clog in the big man area. Anyways, I'm off in the weeds, but yeah, they're, they're basically, they're underperforming. The chatter is starting. Um, everybody's on, on edge waiting to see what Danny does with these, uh, with the player, the trade exceptions that he has. Um, cause he's got three yeah, of he them. He got basically. that big one from the Hayward, from the Hayward. thing. Yeah. yeah. So everybody's um, kind of like on edge. Like he's, I mean, it's almost a guarantee he's going to use it in some way, shape or form. Um, most likely not on a big man. I wouldn't say that they, they have big man issues because they have a pretty good rotation of Tice and Tristan Thompson and Rob Williams. And Rob Williams, by the way, is putting up amazing numbers now. Um, his presence in the game is the only thing, I mean, he, he's not really good at that, that is hurting them is his, his lateral defense. That's where Tice kind of comes in. He's a little better at that. Um, but Time Lord, I mean, he's uh, he's catching lobs from everybody. I mean, his, like, his elbow is at the rim. I mean... He's just, uh, yeah, he's, 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 the, he's their center of the future, basically. Um, yeah. I like know, me so. some time learn. Yeah. Um, he's, he's amazing. And he's, he's proven, he's really showing this year, like that Danny knows how to draft. Um, he was 27th in the draft when they got him. So he's, he's, uh, he's proving to be a steal at this point. So, um, yeah. So they have oh, a yeah. Clock at the 27. Spot. Yeah. 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 Like, uh, <laughs> Uh, both teams like are you know sitting at 17 and 17 
but it's like a it's two different narratives happening you know like uh mm-hmm. even though they have the, the same the same record like um I had saw that uh, Bill Simmons had recently said, even though Bill Simmons is kind of ridiculous, yes. but um, he he essentially said uh, that Danny Ainge is out of excuses, haven't won a title since 08. At yeah. some point, you are who you are. Uh, I've seen a coach that doesn't have a handle on his roster and a roster that was poorly constructed. So Bill Simmons is a Celtics fan, so he's super pissed. He's like not having it with this, uh, yeah, with this little slump here. Um, wasn't didn't Kemba miss a good chunk of time there? He was out. Yeah, he's they, they've been kind of nursing him because he had this really you know this injury from that started from last year, if I remember correctly. Um, so they've been kind of nursing him back. And so he's been not so much out, but his minutes have been limited. And well, he was out for a few games. I shouldn't say that, but he, but his, his, his minutes as they're bringing him back have been slow, slow and steady. And luck, luckily um, the rookie that they got from Oregon, Peyton Pritchard has been able to step in and actually fill in pretty nicely. Right. He's, he hustles, he's got, um, he can, he can shoot threes. So he's been um, a huge asset. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Funny nickname. Fast peepee. Yeah. <laughs> gotta gotta say that uh we're, that we just lost the disney bag again <laughs> <laughs> oh hell it's all hell um, um yeah so he's yeah they've been kind of nursing him back i mean he's he's been having some like i mean you know every time somebody comes out and says uh kemba's the worst point guard in the league he'll go out and just he put up a game the other day against not the new Orleans game. Um, I want to say it's the previous game um, where no, he just puts like, uh, you know, puts up 30 points and, you know, he's making in- incredible shots and he's back to the old Kemba again. So, I mean, he's just kind of, he's getting his, his minutes are getting slower and slower uh, it, it, back to where they used to be um, to where, you know, back to the Charlotte Kemba Walker. So, and he's kind of the key, I think um, um, Tatum and Brown, like are, are there and they're young. Um, so we know what they can do. Brown's having his uh, amazing, um, not a resurgence, but like it's a, his coming out season, I guess, is this one here. Um, Tatum's Tatum's was last year. And of course he's still playing well. Um, but Kemba playing well is that third threat that they need. Um, and so when he plays well, the whole team plays well, at least at this point with Marcus smart still being out. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not worried about him. I, I think, uh, you know, his shooting is still there. He's still quick. He's still, you know, he's, he's still effective on the court, so I'm not worried about him, but, um, Marcus smart, I think is the key, um, getting him back in his energy, his hustle, his defense, uh, his, his, his leadership, basically. I mean, he's been on the sidelines, you know, talking to all the young guys of which they have a ton of, by the way, um, that are all coming off the bench for them. Um, and he's basically, you know, he's, he's coaching them up, he's leading them. He's, he's telling them, you know, what to do in game, you know, right then and there. I mean, he's injured, but he's got a, you know, he's, he can still be there on the sidelines. So, um, yeah, that's it's been, good. uh, yeah, no, it is. Yeah. And it's, uh, and, and that's, that's, in, that's invaluable. He's earning his paycheck. Yeah. Cause that's a, a huge part of what he brings, uh, is just his like energy and passion in, right. in, in the particular moment where like some dudes are more chill and he's like, you know, uh, he's got a lot of heart when, fire, when he's out yeah. there. Um, yeah, I'm I'm looking at a quote here uh from Brad Stevens on the Celtics recent struggles and uh he says that he was telling his wife uh 
I had a root canal and my identity stolen last week. And I think those were two of my better days in the last eight days. And it's like, wow, yeah. the my biggest takeaway from that is like, could you imagine stealing Brad Stevens identity? Was it uh, his or Danny? I thought Danny Ainge said that. No, it was Brad. Was it Brad Stevens? Yeah. Okay. They've both yeah. been having a lot of funny quotes lately, but yeah, yeah, I guess it was uh, Brad Stevens. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty funny. Like, imagine you're—I <laughs> don't know how the identity theft game works. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out South Florida, but um, <laughs> like, uh, imagine having your hands on Brad Stevens' identity. Like, that's yeah. fucking hilarious. Um, well it's not are, are you you're making it sound like it's like somebody reached into his back pocket and took his wallet out and like has his like has his like driver's license no Is that but what you're, you, know, you know what i mean like just just having his uh having so his information and shit. Yeah, yeah like yeah, because yeah. i i bet like nine times out of ten when you're when you're a person who does this sort of thing it's just rando people you know what i'm saying it's not like yeah. you don't get a fresh one and it's like anthony davis like what <laughs> yeah um yeah <laughs> yeah it's um it's it, from actually I, on a weird side note there i just watched something about uh identity theft recently and yeah you're you're right it's actually very very random uh type of people that get their identity stolen there's no targeted attack like there's there wasn't these guys that took his identity weren't specifically looking for brad stevens uh information they just happened to catch a whale in the in a, yeah. a sea of uh, of nobodies, yeah, yeah. That's just that's just wild to me, right? Um, but anyways, um, the Heat man, on the other hand, uh, had horrible start to the season, really brutal, like with just uh, COVID protocols and uh, guys catching it and stuff like that. Um, where it was like a G League team out there for if some nights, and then finally, uh, since Jimmy's been back, I think they're like nine and three or like, mm -hmm. ten, uh, and they they won tonight when he sat out. Um, but Tyler Hero returned, so I, I believe, um, after the upcoming break and probably a little bit going into it, they'll finally be like complete. But uh, yeah, going ninety three with Jimmy and get riding the ship, um, you know, sitting at seventeen and seventeen, but like uh, seven and three in their last ten and six in a row as of now, uh, you know, everything is looking like it's kind of starting to gel, um, and that makes me happy. Um, it was it was pretty brutal there for a minute, but. Uh, one of the things I think uh, that has caused this to happen besides just health and Jimmy being back and everything, um, Kendrick Nunn, who last season was like in talks of rookie of the year at times uh, until just like there's no way John Moran wasn't going to be rookie of the year. But um, Kendrick Nunn was that good, though, and then suddenly kind of just like fell off a cliff. And uh, he he was basically not even in the rotation, and now uh, he's earned his spot back, and he's been playing well. And you know, having a dude that can do some playmaking for you, but also drop like at like fourteen fifteen rather mm -hmm. easily, um, that's a big boost 
for uh for the guys who who take on the rest of the scoring burden mm-hmm. um and then yeah Dragic also looking healthy and then uh Tyler Hero missed a couple of games and he just returned uh so hopefully Jimmy just was resting today because I mean the guy has been insane in the in his last yeah. few games um, yeah, his numbers are uh, yeah, his numbers are are intimidating uh, to to put it mildly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think both of these teams might be uh, involved in a trade or like a buyout guy, uh, free agency acquisition, as like uh, as we approach the deadline. Uh, because I mean. I, well, both teams could could stand could use a, a little bit of an extra push. Yes, um, it doesn't. It you know it doesn't feel super great taking uh, what we have here going up against like the Nets. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah. No, I mean, and and Philly looks great. Um, Milwaukee's still um, is still is still dangerous. Um, and uh, apparently the Knicks are another team that, that people have to go through now. Um, which by the way, I mean, that's, if that doesn't humble you, I don't know what will, I mean, their, their record is better than both of ours. Uh, they're in fourth place. Like if the, if the season ended today, that's your first round opponent. Um, and, and, and you'd be in New York. And I think by the time the playoffs are ready to go, we may have some people in the stands. So. That would be um, awesome, actually. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I'm saying that because I, they recently announced that Boston will start to have some people in the stands come next month, I think, at the end of the month. Um, major announcement. So I'm hoping, I mean, you know, just NBA aside, that they that they do they do it safely and they distance people or everybody wearing masks and there's, uh, you know, and there's um, some sort of testing or something. I don't know. <laughs> just some sort of protocol that for having fans uh in this in a stadium again but that's uh that's huge especially since you know we talked about it last episode this not having fans in the stands is kind of muddying up the records i think um i think there would be i mean there are some teams pulling away as, as there always will be right you know jazz are a big surprise the sixers are somewhat of a surprise but i mean you can't you can't you can't be too surprised with the talent they have especially within beads uh mvp caliber season but point being like some of these, some of these records, I feel, are are sort of a product of um, they're not being fans there. So the home court advantage is not what it normally is. Um, guys are still having to fly across the country and play games, so that does have an effect on you um, as as their road team. But I think um, I I think with no fan, when when you start to see fans come back, all of a sudden the home court advantage comes back too, and things kind of go back to the way they used to be in the NBA pre COVID, I should say. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually trying to uh it's I want to see how we are uh how we're looking with that. Um I want to see the actual numbers of like home versus away. Um for for specifically your team? No, no, like just the entire NBA. Um Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Um According to this book from 2011, uh, it's called Scorecasting, The Hidden Influences Behind How Sports Are Played and Games Are Won. Wow. Uh, solid, but kind of long uh, title there. Um, yes, yeah, a little much. Is this a plug you're uh, doing right now? Uh, well, I, I guess I'm sourcing what I'm about to say. Um, okay. Actually, the, that's fair. Yeah. Th- these dudes... Uh, 
they pulled decades of data from seven sports and 19 different leagues and levels of play in each. Uh, the home team had won a solid majority of games over the previous decade um, from 54% in uh, Japanese baseball to 69% in college basketball. Nice. Uh, the home team winning. Pretty interesting. 69%. Ah, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, so... In the playoffs last year, in the bubble with no fans, the home teams went 39 and 44. No shit. Yeah. And uh, usually, when in the normal playoff times and shit, home teams are like kind of chilling in the mid 60s of uh, winning percentages. Wow. Now they're under 500 uh, because of the bubble. Yeah, that's. Yeah, or, I mean, that's. Uh, yeah, it just well, goes to show the influence of fans. Yeah, that's that's bubble numbers too. So now yeah, it's a little, a little different. bit different because uh, um, a bunch of teams have fans already. Like um, I think the Heat have fans. Like I've I've seen a lot of teams with fans. Uh, it's not the same as having the full capacity, but they're still there. Um, but I'm only saying that to point out that those that was just like bubble numbers and it'd be interesting to see this year uh you know how it's going yeah i mean uh you know it's it's i mean if if you look at if you look at it if you look at the standings as they are now i mean the teams that are i mean honestly the teams that are doing better at home are you know they're doing exceptionally better at home are at the top so um maybe our theory is completely incorrect (laughs) that like just that playing that playing at home is still good. Even if you don't have a lot of fans in the stands, Um, maybe there's just sort of a, I don't know. Well, those teams are just good though. You know Uh, that too. Yeah. I mean, Philly, I I mean, I'm I'm looking in the East, you know, Philly, Brooklyn, Milwaukee. I mean, those teams are all at least 10 games over 500 just at home. Um, Philly, believe it or not, is under 500 on the road, which is uh, pretty standard for them, but that's, uh, it's actually a pretty telling stat if that stays the way it is. Cause yeah. I seem to remember um, one of these past years, they actually had like an almost impeccable home record, but their road record was just terrible. Um, and then it caught up with them in the playoffs. But anyways, that's a side note. But like, yeah. So, I mean, with fans coming back, I think um, you'll start to see some teams uh, create separation with, with the teams from the bottom type of a thing. So, yeah, that'll be really interesting this whole time um, with the, it's just such a weird season with, the players are traveling, but there's not but barely any fans. And then the, the health protocol and all that, like uh, it's unlike any other season that we've seen. The Raptors are still playing in Tampa Bay, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. They've, uh, they're also 17 and 17. They've, they've been doing much better as well. Yeah. Which um, I had a feeling, I mean, they look bad if they're, I mean, they're in the same boat as, as, as our teams, uh, they started yeah. out the season slow and now they're, you know, because of good coach. I mean, and this is all, I mean, I mean, what do you say the good coaching basically like, you know, we, you know, you start out slow, but I mean, you, you know, you get to a certain point where it's like, okay, we got to make adjustments and figure out what needs to be done. Um, and then, and then you start the, the, you start moving up and up and up the standings. It just seems to be the way it goes. Yeah. And they're a good team. And Kyle Lowry has been balling out as usual. Uh, even though there is some like Kyle Lowry uh, trade rumors and stuff, trade 
mm-hmm. rumblings. Um, the trade deadline should be fun. Um, I mean, there's uh yeah, I mean, I think we talked about last episode, but yeah, I mean, as far as our, our teams are concerned, I mean, I'm, I mean, I just can't wait to see what Danny does with this trade exception. It's is he has a lot of freedom with it. It's the biggest one ever in the history of the NBA. And so make it count. You know what I mean? Um, I'm hoping, I mean, I don't know if he feels like he needs to go all in with it or just make some minor improvements. Um, I don't know. That's one of those things that, you know, you talk with Brad, like, what are we looking for here? You know, um, I think what they need is swingman depth at the moment. And I don't know who's out there, but I'm sure there's somebody. And uh, I have a feeling it'll be one of those things where they, they used the, the, the player exception and get somebody that you just weren't expecting they were going to get. So, yeah. Um, shit. Yeah. For those of you at home, the trade deadline is uh, March 25th. So mm. we still got some time here. Um, but their we'll dealings see. are happening like right now. Right. Oh yeah. Like, you know, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's Phone chatting calls are right being now. Made. Oh mm-hmm. yeah texting aol instant messaging whatsapp yeah pat riley's t-mobile sidekick is going off (laughs) why he has a do you know that do you know that that's what he has oh no i doubt it he probably he who knows what he has Um, does he have like does, does he have that does he have the phone i mean i think my dad is an android too but it has that setting where like the the articles you read like the letters are gigantic and as you're scrolling through it like they're just made for people who have bad eyesight and stuff like that because they're yeah. old yeah, yeah probably he's he's getting up there <laughs> i think he's like 75 or ish yeah so it's old, it's old it man. makes sense yeah it, it would definitely make sense but yeah trade deadline march 25th that's that's gonna be spicy that's gonna just the fact that it's looming will put some pressure on things um for sure mm-hmm and we will see. Um, and if somebody gets traded, I might be like, okay, okay. <laughs> if the Heat get, you know, pick up a nice uh, player in the buyout market, you know, okay. What do they? What do they need? Man, I don't even know. Probably like <laughs> a maybe like a power forward of some sort or a point guard. Okay. An additional point guard, but I don't know. It's it's hard to say right now because the team we've we've only just now been getting to see them uh, look healthy and stuff. So mm. it's it's hard because every time I think about what they need, I'm thinking about watching like these just terrible games. Mm. Um, that that's not that that's not who they are. So yeah, when I think about it, yeah, I don't. I'm I'm thinking like uh like a point guard or, or a power forward would, would really help. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they're um, only, uh, you know, both of them are only, both of these teams are only five games back from the first spot. So there's, this is wide open. Nobody expected the Knicks to be where they are. Actually, interesting thing. I found out last time the Knicks were 18 and 17 like this. Uh, they went to the finals. So that's yeah. an interesting little uh, yeah. tidbit there. Yeah. So um, I don't see this team doing that, but um, you know, I mean, who's to say, right? Yeah, it's exciting. I like when the Knicks are good because they're a classic Heat rival. And when I was a kid, I used to love watching them play against each other. And it just doesn't even matter anymore. And it's like, uh, it feels lame. Like, uh, I want them to be good enough to where I can hate them again. Uh, (laughs) 
it's 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 not it's not going to be as good as it was in those days when you're talking about like when they had like alan houston and patrick ewing and larry johnson and you guys had like morning and hardaway and those that yeah. little rivalry they have in there oh yeah it was, it was it was better back then because that that's when pat riley had just come to the heat if i remember correctly yeah. from the knicks yeah. right yeah so it was a little more spicy for that particular reason but um shit i mean all it takes is a few like you know brouhaha's to happen in a heat Knicks game and it could just go right back to where it was especially since like isn't the majority of like the population of miami like new york retirees <laughs> you'd think so sometimes it's man. not like, like that at, anymore or, at, uh, uh, okay you'd think so if you went oh. to like a dolphins jets game man or something like that <laughs> yeah. it's it's uh pretty annoying but um they there is a a weird like flow between uh new york and south florida all the yeah. time um people going back and forth and whatnot um, well you get your your pension in new york and then you yeah. save money by moving down to florida where there's no um state state uh state income taxes yeah. so moving down to florida as, florida. Uh, yeah. as they would say probably <laughs> um, yeah they're not just there's the snowbird and then there's the, the actual old ass people that are retiring down there um, but yeah, the Knicks uh, doing pretty well. Just got to number four in the in the standings, and uh, yeah, they're actually even the Heat have the longest winning streak right now. But uh, and they're seven and three in their last ten. The Knicks are also seven and three mm-hmm. in their last ten. Um, the only teams that have outperformed that are the Suns, the Jazz, and the Nets. Um, as far as winning streaks go or as far as last 10 games just looking at it right now Mm -hmm. um so the knicks are right up there they're playing good basketball and uh you know that leads us to our okay okay awards okay now the 249th annual okay okay awards presented by MTV <laughs> 249th annual my goodness it's an, it's an extra special amount of time there my friend but yeah I gotta give my okay okay award to Julius Randall uh just kind of like a kind of like a team award you know what I mean but I, I give it to him to represent them um He's been balling out. He's been balling out, and he was named an all-star. And I've always liked his game, uh, so I think it's cool to see him uh, be an all-star, and especially on the Knicks. If, you know, you go to the Knicks and you're an all-star and they're in the playoff race, Mm -hmm. uh, that's like, what more can you ask for? You know what I mean? It's not like you're, you're not winning a ring or anything, so. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, 26 years old. Um, I mean, this is his uh, now seventh year, I think. Um, or six years, I should say. Um, yeah, 23, 23 a game, uh, just under 11 rebounds, um, just just over five assists. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, his stats are, are, I mean, he's the best player on the team, um, arguably. And so, I mean, that's part of why they're, I mean, they have a, they have a, it's, it's a young core um, with him as, as the leader, basically. Uh, he's he's their he's their guy he's their go-to guy you know for lack of a better word yeah um 
I didn't like how things went with him on the Lakers. Uh, I I thought he was going to be on the Lakers for a long time. Mm. And uh, it's just weird how things happen. And uh, I think I think it's cool that that he's doing his thing over there. What uh, what you got for me? What where are you taking? Yeah, uh, I'm going for the OK OK. I like yours, by the way, Julius Randall. That's a great choice, and I think um, I, I think with New York finally doing well, it's good to see. And we need to start recognizing the every player on that team, basically. Yeah, and, they, uh, they finally got something going. So yeah, him making the All Star team and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. Uh, um, no, I, I was kind of torn. I had two different players in mind. Um, ultimately, I mean, maybe, maybe I'll, I may end up picking the other one, uh, the next time we, um, the next episode, but, um, I'm going with uh, Jeremy Lin, uh, for this week for my, uh, okay. Okay. Award. Okay. okay. Um, he's, uh, <laughs> um, he's kind of shedding a lot of light on the, um, there's a ton of anti-Asian American racism going on. Like that he's been dealing with since his days at Harvard. Um, he's speaking up about it now because um, the G League team he plays for, the Santa Cruz Warriors, he said somebody uh, called him, like nicknamed him coronavirus uh, oh my during gosh. one of the games. Yeah, and like he heard it and he didn't call them out or anything, um, but he's shedding a lot of light this past week on um, all of the racism he's been dealing with since he's been at Harvard. Um, I didn't even realize this was so, I mean, I, I'm hearing a lot more of it now since the pandemic has started, just in general, you know, the anti-Asian America thing. I've seen the, geez, the, um, you know, video out of New York of a woman getting randomly attacked by a guy and then they caught him on camera and arrested him. It was, it was just, it's, it's ridiculous. Right. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I guess, I, I guess I, I mean, as maybe uh, I, I, maybe it was just in my, in my blind spot personally. And I'm glad that Jeremy Lin is actually um, shedding some light on this. I didn't realize um, he was, he had dealt with this for, he's been dealing with this for so long and I didn't realize it was so, so prevalent but i get i mean at some point i can't be too surprised about america anymore but like um yeah but anyways yeah my not to get off in the weeds but jeremy lynn uh kind of shedding light on the um terrible terrible things he's been dealing with um and just just making it clear that like you know asian americans deal with a lot um especially since this pandemic has been happening so yeah yeah that's a excellent okay award um, kind of a sobering one but yeah it's it's it felt important okay, to me, so, okay. yeah okay <laughs> okay <laughs> um, oh. yeah no that jeremy lynn man i i i was so into lynn sanity when that was happening Same. and and i'm a heat fan too so it's like that's the knicks and everything that's yeah. saying a lot um and yeah, I do remember even during that time, uh, he wasn't quite embraced for some for some reason, you know, like uh, and he I do remember a lot of terrible uh, racism mm. like directed towards him. Um, uh, just terrible content and and the shit like that. But uh through it all like since since then all the way to till now he's always helping to add to the discussion and sure uh, like i think that's one of his strengths uh 
you know uh he's on some on some spider-man shit you know like uh <laughs> with great power comes great responsibility yeah <laughs> uh, and um, he's using his platform to to talk about uh something that's really been uh like heating up in in our country lately and that's i think it's important that everybody understands that that's a thing i guess i just never like i said for me it's a it's a blind spot uh maybe that's my my privilege talking so i just don't ever hear of these things happening. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, him, him speaking out about it, I mean, now they're opening an investigation, basically. Um, uh, he yeah. won't name names. Uh, apparently he knows the person that used that slur against him, but he's, uh, yeah, I mean, he's speaking up about it now and, and, you know, the league is investigating, um, you know, looking into this kind of stuff. So it's, uh, you know, I don't know. It just, it's, it, it gets everybody a little bit more woke about, about another issue that's, that's happening in America. So and I'm glad he decided to say something about it because it's it takes a lot. Of, it takes a lot to actually. I mean, you know, most guys could just say, "Well, whatever." It's it's just some ignorant person. Uh, I'll just ignore their comments. But I think when you put it out there, it sort of puts it in the puts it in the limelight a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's a a well deserved OK award, man. But by sure. the end of this thing, the OK awards are going to be so <laughs> like ranging, like uh, Jeremy Lin out there trying to shed light on anti Asian racism. <clears throat> Uh, and then you're going to have like, you know, some dude got a fly haircut and stuff, but you know, uh, it's, it's things that when you see it, you go, okay, okay. Uh, I think the ultimate okay will come when we create our okay, okay, all okay, okay team. Uh, wow. Like, oh, I don't know. At the end of the season or something like a, a team of like, I don't know, 15 players or something like that. Oh, the, all the ones that we gave the okay, okay award to. Yeah, that that's a fantastic idea. We could do the uh, the the okay draft and uh, <laughs> oh man, stay tuned for that free. Bonus. Oh man, after the lottery, it just it, I don't think I could say okay I like anymore after that. It'll just get old at that point. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's barely holding on as as we speak. It's like uh, it's like Mufasa on the ledge. Um, Lynn Sanity was so weird. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I had to back up for the Lion King reference there. Anyways, um, <laughs> is it that Lynn Sanity thing? Like, just to go back to that. Um, so he was like 24. I mean, I I remember it happening, but I didn't really look at his numbers. Like, 24.4 points a game, nine assists, had the Knicks on a seven game win streak. It was just, it was so short, but like, it was just like major in the NBA at the time. And I oh, guess yeah. it, it just because it just basically because. I mean, at the heart of it, it's just because he's the first like American born NBA player of like Chinese or Taiwanese descent uh, starting starting in the NBA, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It was um, a boundary breaking event, I feel. Mm -hmm. And uh, on on top of that, which like uh, is awesome, you know, the Knicks were doing terribly, I believe. And I'm pretty sure Carmelo was out. He was hurt. Yes. And um I think you're right. You know, this all came out of nowhere. And uh it was unbelievable because every time you thought that, okay, like can you do it again? And he would just go do it again. Um Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah was it wasn't like a out. fluke. Yeah. Um yeah, and I I think it's cool that he got a ring with the Raptors. Uh I wish that oh, he could have played more, but um He's no. fighting to get back in. I mean, uh, you know, he's, he's, I mean, I don't see why he couldn't do it. It's not, uh, 
it's not it's not out of the realm of possibility. He's playing for the Warriors G League team, so it's tough to really, you know, he'd, he'd be a backup, obviously, to to Curry. But um, I mean, I don't see any reason why he can't play now. He's he's still doing well in the G League. Yeah, it'd be good to see him get back in the NBA. What a boy, but a boy. That's all we got for today, y'all. Whatever day I mean, this is that you're listening. This is to the this. last day of February, and we got an exciting March coming up here with that trade deadline. So it's true. It, it's uh, we're on some time travel shit because when you hear this in February, we will be will be gone. Uh, there will be no more February. Um, so yeah. We're, we're coming at you from the past. I uh, hope you guys have made a good future for us. Out yeah. There tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> or whenever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the time you're listening to this, I hope you've made a better world for, for me and Alex. Uh, please, thank you. <laughs> uh, we'll be gone to November. Yeah. Every time we make a run. <laughs> <laughs> One time. One time. Oh, zoo, zoo.